0: I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in love I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I
1: put my trust
0: in love Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller And I'm now Spain, and we're your fuck buddies
1: we are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into
0: sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast that takes questions either we find, you know, in the wild, roaming around the internet, or uh, from our lovely listeners. We answer them on the topics of sex and dating.
1: You ready to get uh, into this? Yeah, let's just fucking do it.
0: Let's just get into it. All right, I'm going to hit you with, I guess, the first one on my list, huh? Sure. This is Revolutionary Cap 967. Guy didn't know where things were. Is this lack of experience, not caring, laziness, or what? Seeing a guy and things eventually progress to physical. He's shy, introverted personality, not sure if that has anything to do with it. But when the moment came, no pun intended, in the bedroom, I was put off by the fact that he didn't know where things were. For reference, he is 34 male. He has had past partners, girlfriends, etc. When he was in long-term relationships with. So I'm very confused on how that worked out. He was rubbing an area absolutely nowhere near target site, rubbing corner where my leg connects to groin. He then asked if he was fingering the right hole. Sorry for being graphic. When I asked (laughs) what he liked, he said, I don't know. Things didn't progress, but I was left very, very, very confused. I didn't want to pry, but I wondered what sex, what his sex life was like during the relationships. Can't imagine dating someone for over a year and not knowing what area you're touching especially as a male above his 30s. I'm not trying to berate him. I just haven't come across this before and didn't know what to say or do other than you're way off and correct his hand placement, which when he'd go back was still off target. I don't want to make him self-conscious, but it was a bit of a turnoff. I can't tell if it's a lack of experience him being selfish slash lazy. I did manage to get him off, not through sex in like three to four minutes or what? Thoughts? I mean, I don't know if it's
1: being lazy, because he was still doing something specific. Like, he was still rubbing. If if he was lazy, I imagine that the, the interaction would have just been, like, him trying to get a blowjob and then sex and then roll over and call it quits. For him to, like, be participating in foreplay, albeit very bad, <laughs> poor foreplay, I don't know. So I don't think it's lazy. I think this is, like... I don't know if it was like a, a sexless relationship or if it was very, you know, just sort of like, oh, it is sex time. Now we put sex together and we don't worry about any of the other stuff. Like, I don't really know.
0: Yeah. Like exactly what you said. We've seen enough examples of men being lazy and it's not that they do the thing, but in a different place. It's just that they don't do the thing. They'll just be like, oh, I'm I'm a guy. So I don't, like, you know, they'll DJ Khaled it up and be like. I've got money. I don't need to touch a vagina. Um,
1: Unless this is the oh, tactic nice. of like when your partner asks you to make the bed
0: mm-hmm. and you, you don't do want a bad to job that they never ask you again.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you just like, you just tank it. So it never, at no point in time will she ever be like, Oh, let's do foreplay. Cause it's like, no, I don't need my knees fingered. Yeah. That's like one play.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I can't imagine it is. And there's a simple way to figure it out, right? If it is laziness, Or not caring or life experience, he needs to sit down and talk with him. And also, hey, let's point out the fact that he might have been lying about his previous relationships. Maybe he's a virgin who's ashamed of it because he's 34. So, yeah, like maybe it was like a sexless relationship. Maybe it was long distance. Maybe it was like he was saving himself for marriage or she was saving herself for marriage. Or maybe they were asexual and the guy, you know, a million things could have happened. So, we haven't talked about it in a while. Communication. (laughs) We never talk about that. It's great. I think it's finally time to bring it back into the podcast. Yeah, it's
1: it's one of those things where, unfortunately, like if you like this person, there might be a lot of work ahead of you. There might be a lot of you like a lot of patience is going to be needed here to be like just like has he never watched porn? Like I, I I don't understand the question for me of am I fingering the right hole
0: while not touching a hole is confusing to me well i wonder like you know what that was such a bizarre thing to read that i just like auto corrected it in my head to like later on when he did find the hole but like i guess they never specified yeah (laughs) you know the way there's like that little kind of like not like a pocket but like a little indent between your leg and your Sure. Plan, you know what I mean. Maybe he thinks that's that's the hole. And and on that note, maybe we shouldn't fix anything until he tries to stick it in. Because if he just puts his dick in that divot, I need to hear about it. Did you? I, they said they didn't have sex, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. I don't know. I think you do need to sit down and be like, "Hey, so we need to discuss, you know, our sexual experience because." You are having a lot of questions. And if you need a guiding hand, I'm happy to do that. If you are willing to do that and kind of run him through. But like, I don't think that it's your job at 34 to teach people basic human anatomy. Yeah. Like, I just don't. And I know that like sexual education has failed a lot of us. And I know that it's continuing to do so. And with the way that you know education in in at least north america where people are reverting their sexual curriculums yeah. um i i know that like maybe it'll get worse but i still think there needs to be some sort of onus on a person to be like if you don't know how sex works if you are completely baffled by it there are so many readily available resources to go to and at least start putting pieces of the puzzle together
0: yeah now I was going to suggest not bringing up his sexual experience or lack thereof because I feel like that could upset somebody or make them go defensive or like make them feel more insecure and just focusing on, hey, imagine a world where that was exactly what his partner did like. You know what I mean? And you just come from a position of like, I'm not criticizing what you're doing. I'm telling you what I like. So when you're having like these interactions – yeah, you know, if he starts to like, just be like, hey, you know, th- honestly, that doesn't really do it for me. Like if you could put your hand here um, and just like slowly building up in a positive way. And I think the conversation about sex and experience will probably happen. But like in this way, you're not making the focus like them being bad. It's them learning you.
1: Like I just I think I'm just so curious. I just need to know
0: how this went so wrong so fast the thing is i think that one could be great as well because like if you get down to it like if he's been lying about his previous relationships or knows that he's inexperienced and is positive and able to like you know take that criticism or like not not necessarily criticism but like take that on board this could be a super positive situation where she admits that she's caught on to him he goes yes here's this thing and they work together but like i think we know where most people's egos are at with regards to like sex and insecurity i think mm-hmm. it's probably likely it gets volatile yeah but i think either route is good maybe in the moment don't talk about inexperience and out of the moment do whereas like if someone's trying to get down and dirty with you and you're like wow you really suck <laughs> that's not great but if you're like hey i like this then you're not talking about them you're making about you which i think i is positive. do think that like you are 100
1: within your right if you don't want to have to teach someone the ins and outs of sex. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think if you're a grown adult and, you know, they don't know where a vagina is, then I think there is something fundamentally wrong. And I think that that is a kind of an exhausting thing to go through of being like, you must know that it's not on the side of my leg because presumably I would have two, right? (laughs) There'd be one on either side of me. And like, you know, that's not right. 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 Like, I I don't know, it's just a snowball effect of being like, I can't understand, like, I don't know where you've been living that you aren't sure where a vagina is located. Mm
0: -hmm. I also think, like, as a partner, it's fair for you to want honesty from someone as well. So it's like, you know, if you're going to engage in sex with someone, that's like they've been lying about their past with regards to it, like that's not wonderful either on you. So,
1: yeah, I mean, like I, I also think like a a valid answer to this question is ending it with them and being like, Hey, you have a lot of work to do. You -hmm. have a lot of questions that like you don't like a lot of basic anatomy stuff that you don't know how it works. And that is something that you're going to have to kind of figure out. And I'm not really willing to be your anatomically correct model that you can poke and prod and try to figure out how this all works, unfortunately, Um, because you are also a human being with, with sexual desires and needs. And you know what I mean? Like you're not that plastic model that you can pull apart in the, in the hospital or the, you know, the sex clinic or whatever to sort of like really figure out the inner workings. It's like, you're, you're not that you're a person. Um, so I, I think there is, you know, it is a valid answer to be like, Hey, sorry, you got a lot of work to do. And mm-hmm. maybe you sort of like, be like, don't turn to porn because that's not going to be the thing. But like, but Hey, maybe
0: know. turn to it <laughs> a little bit because you have no just,
1: idea. Just a basic of like where things go. Yeah. Um, Maybe find some of the, the like the the feminist centric porn that is you know consent focused and and not about you know objectification and and you know using women as sexual objects and is a little more uh, sensual and and you know a cohesive sexual experience. But like again, just like there are so many resources available mm-hmm. that you aren't required to be this thirty four year old man's like teacher biology teacher
0: and that's the thing i think a lot of how this question shakes out like we've given you a few kind of things it all really depends on what you feel and what they feel right because you might not be arsed right you might just be like okay not any effort whatever like if it was good it was good but like with this additional shit it's not worth it or you might think this person is absolutely fucking wonderful and the thought of spending a little bit more time and effort and attention and you know helping them along this journey is is something you're willing to do that's great it then also matters whether this person is able to learn and admit their shortcomings in a positive way or whether they're just going to be an insecure little piece of shit i think those all matter and i think we've given you kind of like the building blocks to to pick a route and i think they're all valid but it, it really just nails down to what you want to do and what they want to do and i will say i we're Uh, you know, sex dating this podcast,
1: we believe in an education and, you know, I'm not saying that this person is so far gone or that if you're listening and you're 34 and you're not super aware of things, I'm not saying that you are a lost cause or, but I'm just saying that you have to take responsibility and, and have a little bit of, you know, the onus is on you at this point to sort it out and not on your partner to teach you.
0: So I if think in you, general, honestly, it's like yeah, if they want to, great. But like your sexual development, you know, and that's hey, it's part of the reason why we do this podcast that so people have a resource to to hopefully grow and build from. But it's like the point Dane's making is it's not someone else's responsibility, especially with something as like fumbling
1: as like, is this the right hole? Like yeah, what I like I like chances are you don't have your hand or your finger up a urethra, <laughs> and i th- I would really hope you could tell the difference between a vagina and an anus, you know, so it's like that kind of question is shocking to me because I don't know what like what could you possibly be getting confused here? Yeah, like i like I just don't know. so I, I think like it, like I said, if you are someone who you think are too old to not know these things, that's fine. Don't get insecure. Don't freak out. There's plenty of resources. Look up literally an anatomical model or, you know what I mean? Like look up, how does sex work? I'm sure you could find plenty of things that will show you where the clitoris is, where the vaginal opening is. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm
0: sure you can find pretty cohesive guides on how to finger and fingering techniques. Pornhub actually doing like sexual education videos back when like they were under fire in America. I'm almost positive they have several resources.
1: I would have to go and look. So I, I can't guarantee right now, but I'll, I'll you know, take a look for our next episode, I guess. Um, but they also used to have like a sex position trainer hmm. where... They would like they had like videos and then they also had like a really fun thing where it was like almost like a like a roulette of being like, how long do you want to spend in a position? And then it would like you would put it up on the screen and you like every two minutes it would show you a like a transitionable position to go to from where you are. And it was, you know, meant to be like a fun like game you could play with your sexual partners. But yes, I think there were also like I think it was like porn stars and like just sexual educators who are being like here are the thi- like here are fingering techniques here are oral mm-hmm. techniques here is sort of like the things that you should be looking for here are things that you could be doing here are safe ways are they like a whole BDSM course as well but like you don't have to turn to porn like i like i promise you like tickle.life a partner that we've been working with for years i'm sure mm-hmm. i can almost guarantee you has not if not one but many articles on uh, fingering etiquette, fingering techniques, how to do it safely, how to do it cleanly, how to do it, you know, respectfully, like all those things. And it's like, it's your job now. You're an adult. Take some responsibility, go out and teach yourself. Like, l- seek out things and not just sit there and be like, you know, posting on Reddit or whatever and being like, oh, look, I'm a 34 year old and no one wants, will let me like just poke and prod around down in their, you know, lady bits so I can figure it out. How am I supposed to learn? It's like, There's ways.
0: No, a hundred percent. So if you feel like you are not at the top of your game in terms of like knowledge or experience, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. You can do so much by yourself without anybody ever knowing you can look up stuff to read. You can look up stuff to watch. There's, Every resource imaginable. You just need to put in the effort. If someone wants to help you, great. It's never their the onus shouldn't be on them. Do yeah. what you can by yourself and you will reap dividends. Like this person would presumably have been very happy if this guy was even slightly capable.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Because even now, it's not like, fuck this guy. I'm never coming back. It's I'm confused. Right? Yeah. So put in the work. Yeah. And like, I also don't want to this, what
1: we're saying here to discourage people from checking with their partner to make sure that what they're doing is enjoyable. Or- yeah you know, letting, letting your partner know what is and isn't working. Like all those Mm -hmm. things are great and and key parts of having a healthy and satisfying sexual relationship. So if you see that your partner isn't really reacting to something you're doing, there's no harm in being like, does that feel good? Do you want me to go harder or softer, deeper, faster, slower? Like there's no problem with checking in with your partner like that. Mm -hmm. But if the question is, is this right? Like, am I in the right spot? Like, is this the hole I should be in? I think there's you need to, you know, get a little bit more uh, foundation in terms of information to
0: I honestly think that like this person and like, hey, the good thing is that they do care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that energy. Great. This this means that this person, if they put the steps in, I'm sure will be a wonderful partner. But yeah, that is definitely a way off target. Much like his hand. Yeah. All right, hit me.
1: This is... I don't have the the user. Um, this is from someone. He insists on finishing inside me. My boyfriend, 33-year-old male, prefers to ejaculate inside me. 20-year-old female. I told him I don't prefer this because I plan to stop birth control and it throws my pH balance off for days. For me, it's very intimate, something I prefer to do when married, especially since he is not ready to start a family. He argued that he prefers to finish inside me because it allows us to connect and feels better for him and that I should stay on birth control of the patch. So I told him I would like for him to provide for me financially, and as a woman, that's a way that a man can connect with me. He paused and said it's something that's reserved for his wife. Please make it make sense. Why am I expected to give him full access to my body when he can withhold his finances for his wife?
0: Have we done this question before? I don't think so. I think we've done this exact question before.
1: Maybe I did this one? It's been on my list for a while.
0: I feel like I brought it, though.
1: Maybe. But you know know
0: what? Hey, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Yeah, See if the we'll fans get, know this.
1: We'll we'll get like a, you know, uh, maybe completely different advice as yeah, we're and no, you know what? older you're, and wiser now.
0: You're his sperm slave and he's your money slave. We've done it. Next question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a one to one ratio. And let me tell you, he ejaculates quite a bit <laughs> if he's, you know, the average person. So that's like a, that's a lot of money you're getting
0: per mm-hmm. ejaculate. Yeah like cent per sperm oh i'm thinking dollar per sperm Nah, man that's bankrupt this lot. man in one in one cummage yeah look he's being a dick let's start with that the fact that he wants you to stay on birth control a thing you want to come off of just so he can feel a little better when he comes that's shit that's not the thing a good partner does your body your choice if you want to do a thing you should do it your partner should be supportive of that especially you know Like, there's a different, I don't know, like, there are varying degrees, but, like, birth control is not a fun thing to take for a lot of people and can have a bunch of different side effects. Uh, The pH balance thing alone, like, these are all very valid reasons to not have this happen, and it's just, this person sucks for wanting to take your freedom away just to feel a little better of a cum. You know, like the thing is, I can't, you're already coming, right? So
1: coming inside someone, like if that's the feeling that makes it feel better, you could do that with a condom on. Yeah. If you just want to be inside of them while you ejaculate, that's something you do with a condom. And presumably they're not using it or using condoms. If
0: yeah. And I understand condoms reduce sensitivity a little bit, but like, but he's coming. Yeah. Right. So like the,
1: the, the sensitivity thing doesn't really matter anymore because The man is like if if it one thing if like, oh, I can't finish like if it was a condom thing, then like, you know, we can discuss why that's bullshit anyway. But like if he's just like, oh, when I come, which presumably you'd be able to do wearing a condom, I don't like short of being like, oh, the second I start coming, she runs across the room and I have to kind of like just come with no more sensation being provided like, okay. But that's not yeah, what happened. Like, yeah,
0: I, I understand. Like it, again, I'm. I don't want to support anything he's saying because it makes me sound like I'm anyway on his side. It's like you have slightly you have more sensitivity when you're not wearing a condom, and like while you're coming, it is the best part, right? That's like the whole ruined orgasm thing, where like you'll jack someone off to just about, or like when they start coming and then leave it. Mm. You know, like while you're coming, that is a very important time. So it's like if you continue to come doing what you were doing with no condom on, it's going to feel that little bit better than if you were doing it with a condom on to the same degree that having sex with no condom feels better than having one with a condom. Does it matter? No. Does it matter to the point where you should be dictating what somebody takes like in a medical sense? No, not at all. And on top of this, it worries me that this person seems to think if they go off birth control and he continues to hit it raw, but just pulls out that things are going to be fine. That's also not okay. Um, if you're I not mean, ready yeah. to have a family, you need to practice safe sex and the pullout method is not safe sex.
1: Well, well let's um, talk about it just in general of being like, if you're not ready to start a family, don't ejaculate inside someone at all, regardless yeah, well, of what
0: they're, birth con- they're like, relying on birth control, which at least is, you know, a form of safe sex. But yes, you're not being as safe as you can. But if you go off birth control, the pull-off method is far worse. So, I, well, especially if you still want to come inside them. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's absolute insanity. That is off the table. <laughs> I'm not a, even considering that one, but it sounds to me like the the woman in this question, if went off birth control, would be okay with that being the... It just kind of sounds like she's like, oh, I want that to happen, but he's insisting I stay on it. And it's like, no, that also isn't a good thing.
1: Yeah, no, the the I, but like, okay, we can both acknowledge that this guy's in the wrong, for sure, yes. of being mm-hmm. like, um, but her... And then, like, I don't know if this is something she truly believes or if this was just sort of her trying to prove a point of being like, mm-hmm. well, then you have to pay for everything. If that's what, like, you know, if that's what, like, men and women do, then, OK, great. You can come inside me, but you have to pay for everything just to get him being like, well, actually, no, I'm reserving that for a wife. If I don't know if this is something she actually believes or if this is something that she she was just trying to, like, prove a point with.
0: I I imagine it was trying to prove a point. It just seems really weird to me, like to equate monetary support with ejaculating inside somebody and to have one be a man thing and one be a woman thing. Like the whole thing is toxic and shitty, you know, to be like, oh, I reserved that for my wife or my husband. Like, I just I hate the whole thing. Yeah. Be better to each other. Don't try to control someone's body, especially not just so you can feel a little bit better when you jizz. Like, fuck that. Do have safe sex. Especially if you're not ready for a fucking family. That
1: that, blows my mind of being like, hey, I don't want to have kids at all. But I am going to repeatedly ejaculate inside you. And exclusively, this is how I'm going to finish. It's like birth control is great. But if you're not ready to have a kid, you should not be ejaculating inside anyone. Regardless of what. I mean, condoms aside. But like, you
0: know, if you're not using a condom, you shouldn't be ejaculating in anyone. Yeah, like if a condom breaks, it's pretty easy to tell, but like birth control can be affected by so many things like diarrhea and like charcoal tablets and certain medications. And, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into it, even aside from the fact that it's not 100% effective because nothing really is. Yeah, whereas at least like if a condom breaks, you know to go get plan B, but it's hard to tell if that dodgy thing you ate earlier made it so ineffective that this one will slip past the goalie.
1: I think we can agree. This guy doesn't have any right to tell you whether you can go on or off birth control. If you do choose to go off it, then you also get to decide what kind of contraception you would like to use in order to continue having sex. If he doesn't respect that,
0: then it's time to move on. It is that simple. Mm hmm. This is by Maker of Poor Decision. Got the ick. How do I proceed? Sorry about my formatting. It's my first post. I'm on mobile. Secondly, feel free to judge me because I know I deserve it. Lol. I recently broke up with my partner of two years and pretty much immediately clicked with a co-worker of mine. We became friends first and then our relationship became flirtatious. Long story short, we moved very, way fast, way quick. He wants me to meet his family, which isn't a big deal. I really like the guy. Problem is, and I'm a shit person for it, I got the ick tonight. We were having sex, not the first time, and I guess now he's tapping into his more dominant side, because I think he tried to be intense, but overdid it, as when I looked up at him, he was staring down at me, like boring into my soul with the most psychopathic face I've ever seen, and I can't ever look at him the same. I guess my questions are, am I a douche for wanting to end it? Would it be acceptable to just tell him I'm not ready to date yet? It's not long since me and my partner separated, and he knows that. Any advice, criticism, etc. is welcome.
1: I've never heard of the phrase, the ick. It's a new thing. I guess that like
0: epidemic. Is it like the like, oh, no, I don't really like this person. Like the, it's the realization. What, yeah, it's what happens when like one thing, generally something very minor or small just kills a person for you like attractive okay. was. I mean, I get it.
1: I understand that, that those exist. I'm worried that it'll become a catch all excuse
0: for everything, but. We'll see how it pans out. It's funny because, like, all the ones I've heard seem to be, like, really bizarre. I saw him, you know, squeeze a ketchup packet onto the plate and, like, a little bit got in his finger and he licked it off. And I was, I got the ick. I can never see him again. It's like, okay, that's... Like, you know, it it never seems to be like, oh, he abused our waitstaff while we went to a restaurant. I got the ick. It's like, no, that's that's good. That's fine. (laughs) You know? Um, This one, however, I kind of get. If, like... (laughs)
1: If the man makes a demented face while he's (laughs) having sex with you, I 100% understand you not being able to vibe with that person anymore. It would be the same way as like if I was sleeping with someone, they were kind of like, you know, holding it together pretty well. And then one night they were just like, oh, I'm a screamer, actually. And I'm just going to start screaming in the like really obnoxious nonstop. The only thing I think about is the
0: noise complaint I'm going to get. Mm hmm. Now, like, would you really be like, this happened once, I'm not talking to you about it, I can never see you the same way, goodbye. It de- hey, it depends on the face. <laughs> I Man, I wish we could just, like, mind link sometimes with some people we get questions off, and- a lot of the times I'm sure that would be awful, but like even just to get like a snapshot and be like, because again, you're right. It depends on the face. If we had the face right here.
1: I'm thinking like, have you ever seen that? Uh, it's the meme of the guy who kind of looks like young Shia LaBeouf and he's like holding his breath or something.
0: Oh, yeah. With the like and vein in his forehead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like if it was that. Like if that's the if that's the fucking face he's making with like, you know, bloodshot crazy eyes and veins
0: bulging and like he's all red and like See, then I'd be like, Are you okay? Is something happening this one time? <laughs> I wouldn't just assume ah, oh, damn it, he's finally letting his true color shine and like this is the thing he wants to do. Like dominant side, he just stares at you. Like that's I don't know. I don't know. It seems yeah. like a little No now my not my worry, but my you know, I have an inkling. And I'm wondering if they are not ready for where it's at and they're looking for something to take them out of it because they go on a little bit of a tangent talking about how you went way too quick and now you're seeing the family and they're just out of a relationship. And it's like none of those things really have to do with this question unless you're hinting almost yourself, maybe that that plays into it.
1: Yeah, I think no matter what the like real answer is or like what's actually happening, That's the answer of being like you are, as Nell said, you moved into something too fast and now you're actively looking, hunting for the ick or you have found the ick. And if you need a way to sort of like get out of here without causing too much trouble, you could just say, oh, hey, look, I didn't really take time to process my breakup. So I as much as I like you, I feel like I've rushed into things with you a little too much and I need to take a step back, take some time to to process my breakup, to figure out, you know, how I'm feeling, how, how I want to move forward. And then, you know, if, if things work out, I would love to pick this back up. But at this point in time, I do need to take a break and take a step back from all this because, you know, I, I need, I need a second to process. And that I think is a, a very diplomatic, understandable way to end this without hurting his feelings, without being like, Hey, your weird sex face
0: makes me uncomfortable. Now we did already, uh, like, you know, prove that that was a false excuse. Remember? So she's basically saying he sucks.
1: It's true. Yeah. Dating or saying you're not ready to date just means
0: they're not ready to date you. Yeah, because you're terrible. Uh, no, I think it's like what Dane says. You have the perfect excuse locked and loaded. And honestly, I think it's probably the way forward anyway because like you have moved pretty quickly. You're like showing all the trademarks of, of a rebound and it's like, hey, maybe the time will make you realize that the ick wasn't there and things are moving too fast and you do want to pursue this person or it'll give you the time to clarify why you felt the ick so strongly which is probably because you got right back into it or maybe you'll end up missing that very intense face and no one else will do it for you
1: yeah so i think you have uh you have like now said you have the perfect excuse to get out of here um i would also say it's Like Nell said, the the rebound thing is a very strong thing. So, like, take some time to to process anyway. That's a a very healthy suggestion regardless of what this is. Even if you do want to take, like, a quick break from them and do want to get back to them, if you don't want to get back to them, that's also fine. But make sure that, one, if you are going to pursue other relationships, whether they're sexual or whatnot, that you are ready to, uh, you know, be with new people, even if it is in a casual sense, because it sucks to, like, because you're not fully uh, acclimatized to being single again, that you are just kind of like getting people's hopes up or leading them on or, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting into these like really intense relationships and then just being like, uh, nope. At the first sign of, Anything. you know, a couple veins yeah. on
0: someone's forehead during sex. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't really need to mention their face when you, when you break up with them, but depending on the face they did make. Yeah. If it's, Mm, I don't know,
1: man. I feel like if it's a real crazy face, that's kind of something you you don't want to you don't want to trigger that crazy face outside of sex. Mm, yeah. Well, if,
0: do you think it was like Morbius' face?
1: I fucking hope so. <laughs> Actually, no. Obviously, that would be too erotic and not weird. Yeah. No. If if it was Morbius' face, then obviously this would not be a question.
0: The question would be: We're going pretty fast. How do I go faster? Question is.
1: My partner's Morbius face makes me come too hard. <laughs> okay, let me. It's your go, me... I
0: believe. It is my go. You think we'd remember being here twice?
1: Okay. My twenty-three-year-old male girlfriend, twenty-six-year-old female, accuses me of still years ago having feelings for my uh, passed-away ex. I used to have a really good friend back in middle school. And we started dating in high school. She unfortunately suffered from depression, and despite my best efforts to help her, she ultimately intentionally overdosed on pills and killed herself. I blame myself for a long time, and will never really get over her death, but therapy did help me think clearly. A year ago, I met my current girlfriend, who I thought was sweet and lovely. However, I worry our relationship could be over after last night. We were watching a horror movie last night called Countdown. However, near the end, where the lead sacrificed herself to beat the demon by overdosing herself with a drug, I couldn't take anymore. The scene reminded me too much of how my previous girlfriend died and insisted she turn it off. As I was sobbing hysterically, she kept telling me it was just a movie and that the lead survived. She read the plot online, apparently. She then accused me of still having feelings for my ex and to get over When I tried to remind her that that was how my ex died and couldn't handle scenes like that, she insisted I'm doomed unless I can recognize she's in the past and that she doesn't want to talk to me. How do I convince her that I still love her?
0: Oh, man, that's not, I think, where this question should be going. Right? Um, That's a horrible thing. Like, look, I can understand people being jealous, right? Jealous is not a rational emotion. Being jealous of the dead is a weird one, but we see it more than once on this podcast um, and in general. Is it also rational? Not at all. Uh, this person, though, took those feelings and decided to abuse you while you were, like, suffering through something pretty horrible. And that's not okay for a partner or anybody, really. Um, I don't think the question should be, how can you show your girlfriend that you love her? It should be, how do I break up with my girlfriend and move on to someone who's better? Or how do I explain to my partner that what they did is wrong and hopefully they will get better and we'll move on from there? Because when you're going through something that traumatic, having gone through something just impossibly traumatic, the last thing you need is somebody getting jealous and upset and abusing you while you're in that episode like that's fucked
1: yeah the onus isn't on you to make this situation right you have done nothing wrong you had a traumatic experience when you were young you're 23 and you were dating them in high school so Mm -hmm. presumably this happened probably when you were still a teenager
0: yeah and you're Um, still young you know
1: yeah so like you had a, a a traumatic event when you were young and you understandably have a trigger And it is a very specific and very like it's not like, oh, anytime you see medication, you freak out. You watch someone essentially reenact the way that someone you care deeply about died. And Mm. if someone can't understand why that would be upsetting for you and that it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with leftover feelings, but rather reliving. A traumatic experience, then I don't think that that person can really, like, really cares about you. Like, it is a, I would imagine a very, very easy empathetic exercise to look at someone who's literally just essentially rewatched a dramatic reenactment of the death of someone important to them and be like, I understand. But at no point in time does it seem like that your partner did that. It seems like they were just like, immediately went to I'm thinking about me now.
0: Yeah. This is this is bad for me. You do have emotions about this person. And you do have emotions about this situation. So it's like, aside from the fact that it's a traumatic event, it's like you're allowed to have emotions and feelings and all these unresolved things for this person. It's not like when somebody dies, you're just like, oh, that's it. It's all gone. Well, I was going you know to say I mean? when you mentioned that
1: like, oh, jealousy isn't, you know, a, a rational emotion and how we've seen it with people. It's like, I feel like, jealousy jealous jealousy of like people who have died like i understand that more than jealousy of people who are living because when someone died like you had no control over that right like it's not like you guys had a big fight or broke up and you know should hate each other it's like you loved her and then she died hmm. it's not like you <clears throat> stopped loving her you know what i mean so yeah. like i understand like from from her point of like from her stance or like anyone's stance who's dealing with someone who lost a partner. I understand that there is that sort of like shadow or cloud hanging over your head of being like, well, they never stopped loving them. It is just by circumstance that it
0: ended. So like, I get it, but that yeah, doesn't but mean the you can Also dead and are not in the picture. So for sure, irrational. Um, and I could understand it more if it was like, Hey, I have a partner and everything we do. They're like, I wish Dave was here. I wish, you know, your dick was as big as Dave's. I wish, you know, hey, let's name our four children, Dave, you know, Mm -hmm. because again, we've seen shit like that where like, whether it be a past relationship or a dead partner, like they, they perpetuate in this unhealthy way, but this is like the most understandable thing and to not be understood and let alone that, like be abused. Like it's, it's absolutely awful. Uh, you need to figure this out one way or another. And I think the figuring out is either in the form of you break up with them and you find someone who is kinder or you really sit them down and hammer home the fact that they are utterly in the wrong and that you need somebody who can empathize and, you know, support because they did neither of those things.
1: Yeah, if this doesn't end in an apology from them, I would strongly recommend that you move on because sitting like I can't imagine sitting with my partner while they're like a sobbing mess and being like, you need to get over it. You need to get over this like ingrained trauma that really fucked you up that you had to go to therapy for. Just get over it.
0: Yeah, but like. Even if you were next to your partner having a breakdown or like sobbing uncontrollably about like anything, even if it was like less serious than this very understandable, very real thing, I think you'd be garbage. I think I would find it very hard to ignore their pain and focus on myself. And like I brought up earlier, like the the possibility of talking to your partner just because I don't know where this you know, question asker is with regards to them. I think for me, I would be out of there instantly. You know, yeah. I think this is a pretty shitty thing to do. Um, and I think you're well within your right to do it. But like, I think as you said, there are kind of only two ways this can go down on that's You leave or you get a very sincere apology off them. And even then it's like, if you have the conversation and they don't very sincerely apologize, I think you just, you have to leave because you're just going to end up being in an abusive shitty relationship
1: yeah the the onus you've done nothing wrong here so the onus isn't on you to prove that you still love her at no point in time during this this episode would the the implication that you no longer love her you know that that never happened so so it's not your responsibility to to show to her that you still love her it is her responsibility to acknowledge that what she did was shit and she Mm -hmm. needs to apologize or understand that either hopefully on her own accord or through a very, very serious conversation that you have with her being like, Hey, look, I have put in the work. I've gone to therapy. This isn't something that, you know, is, is something I can just move on from. It's not that simple. This is something I've been working on for a very long time and there are very specific triggers. So maybe if you read a fucking synopsis, don't watch a movie with me that has a dramatic reenactment of How my last partner died.
0: You know, you make a good point. I was going to joke about what monster reads the synopsis of a movie before watching it because, you know, but the the question was too heavy. So I decided not to. But this actually leads to the very real possibility that they knew this was here and we're like testing her or needling her with it or, or something because it's like, I assume they know if while this partner's in tears, they're able to figure out what's happening, right? So it's like to then have read the synopsis it's like oh so you fully knew that was in here so not only are you ignoring their trauma you might well have just provoked it
1: Yeah it would be like you know knowing your partner went through some traumatic sexual abuse and then being like hey let's watch girl with the dragon tattoo mm-hmm. It's like I know I've read the synopsis and I know there's like a very graphic rape scene in it for like 13 minutes but it like it it's just like you should have the foresight to recognize being like Like, unless she doesn't know how your partner died, but I assume that you might have brought it up at some point in time. So, you know, we can cut some slack there. We can give the benefit of the doubt of being like, oh, you just know that his partner committed suicide and you didn't know the method. Fine. But they're like, you know, it's it still comes down to the fact of being like they watched something very traumatic and very visceral and brought them to a place that they weren't ready to confront again. And you need to recognize that. So as Nell said, it goes one of two ways. You get a very sincere apology or you bounce. And uh, like that apology would have had to be like the best apology ever for me to Mm -hmm. stay.
0: I think. And you deserve so much better. You deserve at base level, a partner that cares about you and getting upset when you're going through something so understandable and so painful and making it about like attacking you. And it's insane. That's absolutely awful. You don't deserve that. No one deserves that. Find a better partner. And for all the partners out there, be be better. Don't don't be this person. Yeah.
1: At the end of the show, before we end it and wrap it all up for you, uh, we like to jump on online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble and Hinge and peruse online dating platforms to see what works and what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable.
0: Okay, so how about this one? It's called FBuddy's Patreon. Uh-huh. Great name, right?
1: It's excellent.
0: Um, So apparently they're offering three different tiers. Uh, looks like one's something casual for $3 uh, where you can support the show. Um, They have something for $7 called Friends with Benefits where you get bonus episodes. Whoa, that's a green flag if I've ever seen one. And a third one called Fuck Buddy, uh, $13.50 a month, but it gets you not only the episodes and supports the show, it gets you priority list. For the questions? Oh, sorry. I didn't scroll down far enough. There's another one called Sugar Parent. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds really interesting. What are your thoughts?
1: I think it's great. And I mm-hmm. think everyone should head on over to fbiaspodcast.com, click the Patreon link, and maybe consider signing up for one
0: of those excellent options. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. There's another thing where if they hit 25, they'll do a live show. Ooh. Also, awesome. I feel like we should, we should start one where we get people in the running to make us release that erotica we have. Just tucked away in in the in the snowbanks.
1: Yeah. Now this has been a very thinly veiled plug for our <laughs> Patreon. Uh, but imagine if there was a dating app where you could set tiers of being like, oh, seven dollars will get you. You can message me. You can send me a message. That's OnlyFans. I guess, but like OnlyFans has the idea of like it's a it's a transaction in terms of like you're buying goods. This is like. This is a dating app. I understand that maybe it this sounds could- be awful. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It'd be, it'd be absolutely terrible. But I Don't feel like if I made it and took a, a service fee, a little slice of the pie, you know? Mm-hmm. Then eventually be, you
0: could get Elon Musk to buy it, much like yeah. Twitter. Hell yeah. Or I could buy right. Twitter from Elon Musk. Are you ready for Julia? Let's do it. About me. After our meeting, your life will never be the same. I will bring new colors into your life. I can stand, person who breaks their promises. (laughs) Uh, I think we can assume that they mean can't stand, but... Maybe
1: maybe they're just really cool liars. Maybe they just absolutely hate promises. Um, this gives me strong murder vibes because people be anytime anyone says like, oh, I'll change your life. Like the only way I assume you would be able you a stranger on the Internet could change my life is by doing something terrible to me. Mm-hmm. And like, the, by I, taking a limb, perhaps. And by adding new color to my life, being the color red as my blood seeps out into the floor. Because you've stabbed me to death.
0: Yeah. Also, I will bring new colors into your life. It's just about the most boring sentence I've ever seen in my life. It's going to be... What What are you, you going to give it? I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to give it a zero as well.
1: Are you ready for this? I think this is a, a fuck buddies first. And certainly, a, a, oh, I, I wow. think I have an audio clip from a dating profile. Because I don't know if you know this, but Hinge allows you to share mm-hmm. like... You can answer one question with an audio clip, and it's meant to be like, oh, you get a sense of their voice, and you can be a little more charismatic, and yada, yada. So, this is a, I don't know if I have their name, and I don't know if I will, because I'm already, you know, outing them with a voice. Now, I am
0: expecting the most charismatic thing ever now that you've. Oh, hey, let me tell you, that's great. Okay, so never have I ever put a
1: girl in doggy style, AKA bakas. Like, I've never done it. So, yo, if you're trying to be the first to take my doggy style slash Bacchus virginity, you already know. Message me directly. Show me wild guan with the wild guan. Like I'm down.
0: <laughs> what is Bacchus?
1: I assume it is slang in you know okay. whatever culture yeah. he's from.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure if I was missing something there. Like, I, I, it might be like you know, like back shots. It might be like a slang of. Yeah, yeah. What I love is that, like, I think he's trying to be all, like, sexy and, like, ooh, like, you know. But, like, Doggy Style's so basic that this isn't exciting. This isn't like, oh, shit. It's just kind of like, wait, you've never done Doggy Style? Like, are you good? Have you never fucked? And, like, it's also, like,
1: being like, oh, hey, the one thing that you might be able to do for me is let me fuck you. Is a very, like, that's not a, that's not a selling feature. For for women, usually, you know what I mean? Of like being like, hey, I'm I'm so inexperienced in this one sex thing. Let me do it to you. Yeah. Isn't exactly like like a
0: like a big. "Oh, Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I feel like it's much in the way that like I think men hope when they send out dick pics. They get the response that a titty pick would would give them, where they'd be like, "I'm I'm horny, let's fuck." Like this is great, yeah. But in reality, it's like, "Oh no, yeah, that was that was wild." I can give that a
1: zero. Also, I'm also giving this a zero. I will say that is that is uh, from a, a good dear friend, uh, Agent Golden Skull. Hell yeah,
0: love the name, love the addition, and also just like these sound bites are great. I want more of them.
1: Yeah, I need to start listening. The only problem is like I can't save them.
0: Mm, how did they?
1: Uh, this was on an Instagram post.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Ready for Michelle? Uh, NSA no dating, kissing, etc. In a relationship, so just a short term thing. Face with hearts about it. So did they say what was the kissing thing? NSA no dating, kissing, etc. In a relationship, oh, so okay. just a short term thing. What's NSA?
1: No strings no, attached.
0: Trans, no strings attached. Yeah. So that's weird. So, like, I get
1: what they're coming from, but like, again, kissing why can't you kiss if you're hooking up? Yeah. That's like the best part of hooking up. I mean, not really, but like, it's a very, like, I, I enjoy a good makeout. out. Making was, out is incredible. And if I couldn't kiss someone I was having sex with, I would feel so weird.
0: Yeah. I was with a girl once who at one point was like, I'm just not really into kissing. And the next time we had sex, that was like kind of in my mind and like, she didn't go for it, and then I didn't, and it sucked. It wasn't fun. And it's like, I, I don't understand it. So to me, that's weird. Also, like kissing, et cetera. It's like, what's the et cetera?
1: Hand-holding, eye contact, uh, any other contact other than penis inside vagina?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's like people, I think, can lend too much importance to things. Like, oh, I'm dating someone. You can't kiss me. Like, that's that's emotional. But you can ram your dick at me. It's like, okay. I don't know. Just have fun. This sounds yeah. like it would be very bad sex. I imagine it would be. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, like not being able to kiss during sex, I think would automatically make any sex bad for me. Yeah. Unless the, the game thing, was like, of like, you know, oh, I can't kiss you. And like, we're doing it at one time. Like, oh, yeah. your hands are tied also. But I think I also
0: don't think I would enjoy that. So, yeah, it, like, it's bad. Fuck it. If if a kiss didn't happen for, for some reason. Sure. But like just having it be a rule. It's just like, okay. Because, weird. like,
1: what do I do? Do we just, like, do you just immediately start
0: that's sucking when you my get, dick? That's when you get the, well, you probably can't do that. She's in a relationship. I so feel like that's just, when you like, get intense ick face. That's when you get the bulging eyes and the thing, because you have nothing to do but stare.
1: I, like, I don't even know if I could get going. I mean, I guess, like, <laughs> uh, like maybe hand job. Like, is that how we're foreplaying? Because, like, yeah, you're right. They probably wouldn't do oral for for, you know, not in a relationship. So it's like, I wouldn't be able to go down on you. How, like, can I finger you? All right. It's bad. I'm giving this a zero as well.
0: Yeah, let's do it. All zeros all day. Man, that doggy style thing's haunting me, though. That's just such not a cool move to do. Such a it's bad move, so, man. It's just so lame. Like,
1: OK, I, I feel like we need something to we need a ladder out of this hole we've dug. Uh, this is Kai. If you could make a bitch laugh and giggle, you can make your cheek clap and wiggle. Peace
0: sign. I have this one.
1: I loved it. It's I very thought, fun. I thought it was very good. It it was one of the first profiles that I was actually like, eh. and that I think is kind of like the highest compliment in my opinion. So
0: this is getting a ten from me. It's funny. It's charming. It rhymes. It's sexy. It's new. Yeah, I'm giving it a ten. Uh, it's funny. I have that one as well. I'm just going from from my list down. There's, there's no picking and choosing here, so you're just gonna get what comes to you, whether it be trash or not. This is Farah. Used to be a nihilist and a cynic, and decided to fight my urges, ironically, by being on here. Someone's told me that I do a good job conveniently treading the line between insanity and charm. Ugh. Be educated, interesting, cultured, and chivalrous.
1: Is this, this the woman? Yes. This reads like a fucking like MySpace page that a 16-year-old would write. Yep. I'm charismatic and insane. <laughs> no you're not you're not insane and if you are that's not, not something i want a balance of. I, I when when i date someone the amount of insane that i want is zero very
0: very little yeah also just like i'm a nihilist and a cynic and now it's so ironic that i'm on tin or bumble it's like what is ironic about that
1: yeah it's Like, it just reads and reeks of, like, like someone had just found out what nihilism is, and they're like, this is my whole personality now.
0: Now, this person is 29, which is far too old for this. Way too old. And they also just be educated, interesting, cultured, and chivalrous. Like, toxicity oozing out of every pore. Uh, There's a term in Ireland called the anti-crack, because, like, crack means fun anti-crack like Antichrist. she seems like the anti-crack she seems like she's a black hole of fun
1: there yeah. would be
0: no banter
1: yeah 100 i would have accepted like 22 years old would have been a, no, the, the only no. age where i would have been like all right i get i like hey it's still not acceptable but i would have been like i understand that you still think this is cool
0: no but 18 wearing a my chemical romance hoodie and like you know yeah and even then i'd be like you need to grow up so zero Zero, yes. Now,
1: okay, here's Tori. Bright social woman seeks stable girl summer. Looking for easy chemistry plus news and analysis I don't already get from my day-to-day. Let's meet for yoga in the park or snacks and drinks out. Kindness is a priority, but eventually I'll roast you. No one would call me anything but direct. 6-1, but you don't have to be. Okay,
0: uh, stable girl summer's funny. Yeah, I like, yes, I think that's very funny. I like that they seem to want to do stuff. I like that they're aware of the hype thing, but, like, not weird about it. The looking for news they don't get from other sources seems like a weird thing to say. See, I thought that at first, too. And then I was like, you know what? I kind
1: of like the idea of, like, being like, oh, I would love to, like, grab drinks with someone who's got a different perspective than me.
0: No, you probably don't, though, because that different perspective is Bill Gates is killing us through a vaccine. But I think there's, like, I think there are people who, like,
1: focus on news and stuff that I don't really follow. You know what I mean? Like I would like to sit down with someone like if they had interesting things to say about a topic I generally don't follow, I think that'd be very interesting for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she wants to
0: hear about our Pathfinder games, great. Is that's what she means? Wonderful. Otherwise, maybe a little weird. I don't know. Yeah. But overall, I I think it's, it's a pretty bright, nice, unique enough kind profile that I'll give it like an eight.
1: Yeah. I, I think eight is
0: also a very good number for this. Like, it's good. I just, there's like inklings of like something. I don't know. Uh, I'll hit you with this nameless person. Uh, a pro and a con of dating me. I'm serious and independent. I do not love sarcasm or being your source of entertainment. Huh. I mean, it depends on like how literal
1: they mean that of like, I don't want to be your, you know, primary source. Like uh, everything doesn't ha- can't come from me. I respect that. But it sounds like you just aren't
0: fun. No, no, Dane. This is a really good prompt. Wait, what? This is a this is a really good response. Oh, I see you're being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, it seems again anti-crack right here. Yeah, I'm give it like a a, a two. Yeah, I, sarcasm is a that's... weird thing to be upset about because it's like I don't know. It just it just seems strange.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't love it either. There's not a whole lot to talk about there, but like it's just not good. I think that's the problem, Um, but that's going to do us friends. That is our show. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for spending the hour with us Um, on our end. Hey, this, this episode was a nightmare to record, but it it sucked so hard. It it was very, very, very difficult for us. We had to restart three times. It was, uh, it was a challenge, but we do it because we love you and uh, we feel the love from you. And, and that's why, That's why we do this. So thank you very much. It means the world to us. If you do want to support the show, as Niall mentioned earlier, uh, fbuddyspodcast.com, hit the Patreon button. It'll bring you there. You can join anyway at 25 patrons, We will start or we will do a live show. Um, and if you want to send in a question, fbuddyspodcast.com, click the contact form. We'll
0: keep it anonymous. You can choose your agent name and we'll answer it as soon as possible. Thank you to everyone who is supporting us on the Patreon. We really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting us in other ways, such as, you know, giving us reviews, sharing us, interacting with us on the old Instagram or Twitter. Uh, you guys are all the best. We got a good, a good fucking crew here. Ah, uh, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for the song, Paper Stars. Ready for a little bad sex writing? I would love to hear some. We got good old Frank Herbert back again, uh, with a little Dune. So, the context for the scene is, I believe this person is running for her life. Probably in a desert. Yeah, probably. Um, in the way genes occasionally do, her features copied those of a long dead ancestor. Gently oval and with a generous mouth, eyes of alert awareness above a small nose, her body had grown lanky from years of running, but it sent strong sexual signals to the males around her. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a normal thing to say. I I don't think there's any sexual signal that
1: doesn't get sent to me when someone's running for their life.
0: Mm-hmm. Because yeah.
1: presumably, if I'm also not running for my life, I could probably be helping. Mm-hmm. Right? Like chase or run. It, like, I, I could help whatever she is running f- for her life from. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if, if that's something that I'm just bro, chilling not and being gonna, like. You're not going to solo a fucking
0: sandworm, bro. Well,
1: well, all I'm saying is, if the sandworm is there, I should also be running and not
0: fucking, you know, ogling Zendaya. <laughs> now, I will say, this does give us the perfect come on at a gym. You go up to a girl, she's on the treadmill, and it's like, damn, girl, your body's grown lanky from years of running. But it's a <laughs> strong sexual signal to me. Yeah, hell yeah. You're oval as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did your jeans occasionally copy the, a long dead ancestor?
1: Also, am I supposed to believe that these motherfuckers were wearing jeans in Dune? I assume. <laughs> are you joking? Oh, you mean jeans as in. <laughs> yeah, like her <or> jean. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, I'm Dane Miller. <laughs> and I'm Miles Payne. We've been your fuck buddies.